Today, my guest, Jaden Lombardo, just returned from completing the most famous and some say most daunting marathon, the Boston Marathon. 26.2 grueling miles through the streets of Boston, culminating at Heartbreak Hill. He joined 30,000 other runners and finished just before all the rain came down in buckets. Good thing he was in good shape. I pity those who finished later. The pictures are awful, rainy and cold. We learn why the unicorn is the official symbol of the Boston Marathon, why I call him Quadzilla or the Quadfather, and how he managed to spend an entire week apart from his girlfriend, Schmoopy. <laughs> he enjoyed his first trip to Boston and saw sites including learning about the Salem Witch Trials, the King's Church, and fun fact about the Rhode Island State Capitol. We sample and rate another whiskey, and I recall a good chunk of the famous poem, Paul Revere's Ride, off the top of my head from elementary school. Not too bad for an old man. So sit down, strap in, turn on and turn up this endurance-challenging episode of Tony on the Mic. Our story begins as these stories often do. I see you're wearing your medal. Do you, yeah. Have you taken it off since Boston? I have, yeah, <laughs> but it's on my desk right next to my bed, so I All gotta, the time. I got to look at it every morning. Every night. And when our children tell our story, and when, when our children, children tell our story. Listen to story. Now, was there a crowd the whole way? Was it like line? Was there pockets of crowds? Yeah, so there were, we passed by, I think, like six towns. And so oh. the towns were just flooded full of people. Nice. And then after that, it becomes more like a mental thing. Like as much as you want to soak in the crowd, yeah, your body's hurting. No control. Who lives? Who dies? Who tells your story? Yeah, he was on his phone just looking at it. Up. He's like, Oh, it's the fourth largest. Don't. Don't. Fucking. Your dad does not talk like that. Don't. No, he don't. Wasn't. He was like. Yeah, I don't know. Story, story, story. That one was just sad. So when you crossed the finish line, did you even have a moment of like euphoria that you finished? It was, yeah, it was very euphoric. I crossed and I'm like, I can't I believe did. I did that. And when, when do you get the medal? Right you when it, you cross. Right, they like are there with yeah, the hand they hand nice. it out, put it over your neck and Were stuff people like collapsing that. and stuff at the finish line? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I say it was like a, it was like a war zone. I have to say that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony Lawrence. This is Tony on the mic. Today, we have a special return guest who has just conquered perhaps the most famous marathon in the world, the Boston Marathon, Jaden Lombardo. Say hi to the folks, Jaden. How's it going? We also have a special guest in the audience today. And I already forgot her name. She just told me two minutes ago. <laughs> Pauline, Pauline, Pauline. I was going to say Paulina, so I was close, but I don't want to be wrong. Because Jaden talks about so many girls that it's hard to keep them straight. Yeah, uh, he's a hunk, you know. <laughs> now, for those of you who aren't following this cute couple on social media, there's a lot of, I love you, I love you too, I love you more, Schmoopy. Oh, <laughs> Which one do you want to go to, Schmoopy? You call me Schmoopy, you're Schmoopy. Yeah, Schmoopy. You're Schmoopy. Yeah. <laughs> it's young love is cute it's 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 adorable i remember when i felt that way when i was nine um so we're here to talk about your boston marathon how awesome was that that you i'm glad you made it i saw a lot of the clips tell me first about the preparation did you prep the same as for your other marathons did you do have a little different strategy yeah it started off the same as the other marathons um the goal was to go there and hit a personal best PR because who wouldn't want a PR in Boston? Yeah, no but, kidding. 
Yeah, as I got more insight from customers, people who've ran Boston previously, they're like, this is your first time. I would just recommend going there and enjoying it. Don't try to do too much. Sounds like you should talk to me. Right, but then it <laughs> then it started it started to get to me and I was like, you know what? Like maybe maybe they're right. I don't obviously want to have another incident like I did that one race. Oh, we'll bring that back. But yeah. The thing is with I mean, Boston is big. I mm-hmm. mean, anytime you do a marathon, 26 miles is insane as far as I'm going. 26.2. Don't hey, want to sell yeah, you short. Come on. But uh that's a long run. That's a long race under any circumstances and the kind of the brighter lights and the bigger audience and the bigger stage it's got to be kind of imposing yeah it it was um how did you how did you adjust your training after getting the advice to kind of enjoy it more than attack it so yeah it was just more so being able to finish the race not in the time that i wanted but just to be able to finish the race and feel good throughout the whole marathon without exerting myself too hard and not being able to what does that look to on what does that look like on a training day like were you running more miles more pace less miles uh same uh, less miles because i got i got kind of lazy being honest but um (laughs) yeah more same miles maybe even less but less pace too less pace for sure just now when you say you got lazy at some point did you lose any motivation were you focused i mean did you some like at first it's like any goal I'm going to climb Mount Everest. I'm going to climb Mount Everest. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to climb Mount Everest. Then you start training. You're like, yeah, I'm getting in shape to climb Mount Everest. Then you get to Mount Everest. You're like, all right, I guess I got to climb Mount Everest now that I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Did it, the shine go away during your training? It was kind of just like that. It's like, oh, prepping to qualify for Boston was such a big thing and such like a motivational thing. And then it's like, oh, okay, I'm already qualified. Now I just have to run it basically so are you gonna do it again i plan to i was saving that last for last but i'll ask you now yeah i definitely plan to probably 2025 but we'll take a year off yeah Yeah. now you're off in boston or you're off from you're off in boston yeah i got some other things i want to do okay we'll talk about i got some one of your questions did you write me any questions today (laughs) i didn't know okay so i don't know how i'm gonna get through this podcast Uh, i've somehow got 120 podcasts and 119, I didn't have you right, so... It's okay, I got some on the top of my head. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll get back to this later. I see you're wearing your medal. Do you, yeah. Have you taken it off since Boston? I have, yeah, <laughs> but it's on my desk right next to my bed, so... I all gotta, the time? I got to look at it every morning, every nice. night. So you, so you wore it here. Can you take it off for a second? Let me see it. I didn't want to... What's the unicorn uh, symbolized, do you know? I have no idea. Yeah, I think I'm going to look just, it up. Yeah. I'll drop it in. According to the Boston Marathon website, the unicorn was chosen as a symbol of the Boston Marathon by its organizers because of its mythology. It symbolizes the pursuit of something unattainable, the constant strive to be better, to improve, to achieve something beyond our own perceived limitations. That's why the unicorn is a symbol of the Boston Marathon. That's pretty slick. Yeah. On the back, too, it gives you a little section where you can write your name and your your time. your time and stuff like that. So what was your qualifying time? Two hours, 48 seconds, and oh, no. 48 minutes. Okay. Yes, yeah, easy there. My bad. <laughs> I was going to say. Two hours, 48 minutes, and 30 seconds. Okay. And then your actual time, you came what? in just over three hours? Three hours and 45 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how did you feel about that at the end? I was happy. Were yeah. Because okay. I didn't really train to 
I guess, do that to good. attack it, right? Exactly. Are but you going to next time? Are you going to try and really compete? I will. Gonna, yeah, next yeah. time. Now that I guess I kind of have a feel for the course and what it's going to be like, I'll I'll try to attack it. Well, I, let's talk. Let's talk about the course. Let's talk about Boston as far as a, a marathon layout compared to where did you qualify? Uh, the Shoreline Marathon in okay. Ventura. Okay. And how many marathons have you done? Is this like your third now? This is my third official. I had the one marathon where I didn't complete it, so I don't really okay. count that. Yeah. Okay. So three complete? Three complete. And that does or does not count your 50 miler? It doesn't, no. Okay. Yeah. But it does count the aborted time when you pooped your pants? It doesn't, yeah. So I guess if you want to okay. count the, the time where I aborted, uh, four. Four, yeah. So were you nervous about pooping your pants in Boston? Oh yeah, I mean, because I gotta be—I gotta be honest. I'd be nervous. Yeah, that's always in the back Especially of my mind. Especially because you have a history of pooping. Yeah. <laughs> any, <laughs> uh, any, any run that I do, it's it's always on the back of my mind because you don't you don't know with your stomach you don't. how it might. And, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, you're, I'm being serious and and sympathetic because when your your body is not used to running for three hours yeah you know your body's just not used to that so your digestion's mm -hmm. out of whack no matter how much you prepare and eat yeah. I, that that is common i've talked to a lot of people mm -hmm. and especially when you're i guess working like a faster pace it affects you more, more. but if you're going more as like a easy pace walking pace like i did for my 50 miler i didn't have any any problems whatsoever on your 50 miler how much did you walk how much did you run the uphills, I power walked. Any flat or downhill, I was at least shuffling my feet, jogging, kind of. I was running. <laughs> <That's> Today. <what laughs> I was running. I was running. One day I'll be like him. One day I... <laughs> you know he wasn't real, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a good movie, though. It was a really good movie. It really was a good movie. That's, that's funny. So... Your motivation for this one was to complete it mm -hmm. without pooping. Without pooping. Okay. And I know you told me you want to get under three hours, mm -hmm. and you just barely missed that, which is, believe me, I'm the last person who's ever going to critique a yeah. marathon runner. <laughs> you could have told me it took you eight hours. I said, oh, man, that's amazing. Yeah. Because I'm not... I'm not... 26 miles is 26 yeah, miles. Yeah. I'm not walking 26. I'm not driving 26 miles unless yeah. I have to, so there's no way I'm running it. So you guys went to Boston. Did you go to Boston? Yeah, oh, he left your girlfriend at home. Yeah, she was there. It must have been agony, you guys being apart. It was. I'm not going to lie. It was. It definitely was. Because, I mean, she's my person, my best friend. So it's nice. Having her there would have been nice. But nice. she so was you there. brought her a shirt. Is that, is oh, that an actual yeah. Boston sweatshirt? Yeah. Nice. See, what else? I bought her. We went to. You the, don't have to tell me all the stuff you bought her. Well, I only bought her one other thing. Okay. We went to the <laughs> the Paul Revere house because nice. Boston's very. I was gonna ask about sightseeing in the yeah. next in the next part, but so I bought me. her a little um, what is a, yeah, pen and quill. Oh, nice. With some oil, so nice. she could write me love notes. Have you have you used it? Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. It's pretty cool. Is it dip and write? Yeah. Or is it like a big fountain pen? No. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, dipping right. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, now the race, you line up. I've seen it. It's like a sea of humanity. Mm -hmm. It's how many people entered? Do you know? <sighs> yeah, I think the total amount of people was like twenty-seven thousand and some 27, change. people. Twenty-seven thousand. And you yeah. came in third. Yeah, not first. <laughs> first overall, <laughs> I beat Kipchoge. <laughs> a quick fact check from the website shows thirty thousand runners. 
And how do you know how many finished? Did most of them finish? I think about most of them finished. Okay. Yeah, I did. Well, I guess you have to qualify. It's not like you could just walk up on race day and say, yeah. hey, give me a number, I'm running. There are some people who didn't qualify. I remember talking to some people and they're just like their volunteer work got them into the marathon. Oh. So I wonder if they finished. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you have to. It's Boston you can't Marathon. You not finish. Yeah, come on. I mean, even if you're crawling across the finish you line. You got to finish. Or you get a downhill, you're trying to lay down a barrel roll like you do yeah. with kids down a hill. Yeah, exactly. And get to the, but you got you got to finish. Mm-hmm. You got to finish. Okay, so you get in the sea of humanity. Mm-hmm. 27,000 people. Now, where were you? Like, do you have any idea where top 10%, 50%, I bottom was, third, where? Yeah, out of the 27,000, I think mine was like 4,500 and something. Oh, okay. So, so, I mean, that's legit. Yeah. There that's... was four different waves, and each wave had, I think, about seven corrals. So there was red waves. You like, started in a corral. Yeah, or they call it like a corral. And um, then they just like move the gates and everybody goes? Mm-hmm. It's corral by corral. Okay, and how close to you were the gates? Pretty close. So I was Red Wave, which was the very first wave behind the elites, and then I was Corral 3. So they go Corral 1, Corral 2, Corral 3? Yeah, and then all the way up to 5, and then they move on to the next wave. Okay, so... Okay, so this is... All right, I'm getting a a picture. Getting a, a mental picture. So at the beginning, everybody's shoulder to shoulder, right? I mean, everybody's pretty tight from the pictures I see. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you did you say all right? I got to separate myself a little bit just so I can get some space to run. Did you kind of hang in the middle of the pack? Did that you was, let everybody else go and kind of pace? Yes, I mean separating myself was definitely in the back of my mind, but I knew in reality it probably wasn't going to happen. Oh. And then we started, and I was pretty much shoulder to shoulder with enough space to at least run um, for a while. Yeah, I mean. A while, like a mile, a half mile, five yeah, miles? pretty much until like half marathon marker. Oh, really? It didn't. So you're that close. Everybody's running that close together mm-hmm. for that long. So were was Red Wave passing? Or you probably weren't passing anybody in the elite. No. Yeah. Um, but the subsequent waves, was there, I mean, was there a lot of passing? Did you pass a lot of people? Did a lot of people pass you? I did, yeah. I mean, it was a, like a consistent flow of me passing somebody and then them passing me right back or like, so you stayed really relatively close. I mean, cause I guess everybody has qualifying times mm-hmm. that are pretty similar. So the pace should be pretty similar. similar yeah. yeah. It kind of felt nice to know that everybody I was running with kind of had the same pace. So if I was deteriorating with like, I guess my body and how I was feeling, then right. I could just rely on the person next to me to kind of, I guess, pace me, knowing that they're going at decent speed. Okay. So, so, and I was going to say, how about pacing? How how were you paced? Was it just all self-paced? Was there a pace yeah. car? Was there a clock at any point telling you what your current time was? It was all self-paced. Um, I had my watch on me, so I'm able to look at what pace I'm going, even though I try not to really focus on right. that. Um, and then every, like, kilometer, so they had 5K, 10K, 15K, those were all, they all had timers. So every time you would cross the 5K oh, mark, okay. it would tell you the time. Now, how many kilometers is a marathon? 40 kilometers. Exactly. I, I was probably in some I mean, change. Yeah. Okay, 40. Okay, I'm just trying to make that conversion. Mm-hmm. They taught us that when I was in school, and we should have, as a country, just gone to it. We yeah. should have just said, okay, but there's too many people. Like, We're not changing. Mm-hmm. We like inches and ounces and pounds. And, yeah. And it, I feel like we're the only country to counting miles a lot of people who i follow on instagram and they're from like the uk and japan and they all count in kilometers oh wow yeah it's funny i was 
do you know the show Archer? Yeah. One of the things is, how come they want us to go to the metric system? There's like three countries who haven't gone to it. And Archer goes, wow, I never thought those countries had their shit together like us. You know? (laughs) Metric. Who uses metric? Every single country on the planet except for us, Liberia, and Burma. Wow. Really? Yep. Because you never think of those other two as having their shit together. (laughs) We're us, Malaysia, and Burma. Yeah, that's crazy. We're strong. And that may be... Not 100% accurate, but you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. So now you're at the halfway point. Now, is anybody, have you noticed like anybody just falling back, falling out, or anybody like sprint? Because honestly, I got to tell you, my approach would be to run as fast as I freaking can mm-hmm. to pass everybody I could. And then once I got hopefully close to the front, I'd probably die. But like I say, I was in third place at the Boston Marathon for a while. Or, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was in second. I didn't finish, mm-hmm. but I was leading the Boston Marathon for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, you had your like tryhards who uh-huh. were like constantly looking at their watch, talking to their buddies. Like I heard a couple people get mad at their partners. Like, oh, I'm not going to like pace you this whole way. Like you need to go like trying hard. And I don't know. That just wasn't me. M- me, like my personal approach was just, I'm going to go as I feel. Mm-hmm. That's like a big thing I like to rely on is in a situation like that, just soak in the crowd and the environment and what you're doing. And naturally, you're just going to go a lot faster. So I guess I would rely on going as I feel for like the first 15. And then after that... Miles or kilometers? Miles, yeah. (laughs) And then after that, it becomes more like a mental thing. Like as much as you want to soak in the crowd, your body's hurting. Now, was there crowd the whole way? Was it like line? Was there pockets of crowds? Was it like a golf course where some people camp out at whole nine? Yeah, so there were... We passed by, I think, like six towns. And so oh. the towns were just flooded full of people. Nice. There were some sections where it was a little like dry, I guess, if you want to say, with people watching. Yeah. But I mean, you would run like a mile and then there'd be another big crowd and stuff. We you did a big crowd, like a thousand people, a hundred people. Yeah, at least like 2,000. Like the whole town oh, would, would come be out, out there. Yeah. Cheering everybody on. Hey, cheering everybody go. on. Well, they kind of have to, they get the day off for work it's right. patriots day yeah <laughs> yeah Patriot. now and did you run by fenway park no we didn't yes you yeah. do we did oh did because oh. i thought i and i might be wrong but i thought fenway park they have a, a boston red sox game early in the morning and then the boston marathon goes by and everybody mm-hmm. in the top turns around and watches but i could have 100 percent made that up right yeah, now i I know that they do have the game, and people who usually go to the game come out and then watch the marathon after. Right, right. But I don't remember. Not that close. Yeah, I don't remember okay. seeing Boston. I'll check that too. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna document that as well. <laughs> so, all right, you're at the halfway point. You're pacing yourself. You're kind of getting the feel that, all right, I'm I'm kind of over the crowd. I'm over the pageantry. How's your body feeling? Good. Uh, half marathon mark. I was like an hour and twenty six. So I was well above what I expected and wanted to do. So if I had just kept that pace, I probably would have finished with like two hours and 48 again. Why do you, why do you think you didn't? Um, I got tired. Two hours, 52 would be double the pace. Yeah. I'm good at math. There you go. Uh. I'm bad at math. (laughs) Um, yeah, my body was feeling good, but then right after the half marathon marker is really when it started to like hit me. I, a lot of my, my quads took a lot of the impact. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I guess well, you know maybe... I call you the quad father. Yeah, yeah. quadzilla. Quadzilla. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It might have been in the shoes. It might have been just how I was running. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, do, you, do you run in the same shoes you train in? The same pair, same style? 
Yeah, I switched up my shoes for this race, so I ran in some Sockneys instead of Asics. In the training or at the race itself? The the training, I I would run in these shoes like every now and then, long okay. runs and okay. stuff like that. I only brought three pairs out, and I had plans to run in one pair, and then at the last minute, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna run in this pair, just because it felt it felt good on my foot. Yeah, my last training run with it was really good, so I was like, I'm gonna go for it. See, I, yeah. I don't know how I would do. I would, because I'd be terrified. Like it's funny. Michael Jordan wore a new pair of shoes for every basketball game, mm-hmm. and it's because the way the specs were. He said, "I want the shoe to feel exactly the same every time." Mm-hmm. And once you break it in, once you play a game, it's not the same shoe. Yeah. So I imagine it'd be in a marathon at mile ten. It's not the same shoe that you started. It's it's definitely not. But at mile ten, you don't really feel your feet anyways yeah i mean well you do but it's it's like the shoe that you have on really doesn't matter yeah and did you wear uh you know you didn't wear a tony on the mic hat i didn't know yeah i gotta make sure i gotta get you one before you leave yeah i can't Uh, i we just didn't hook up beforehand yeah because that would have been really cool to have him cross the line. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Tony on the mic. Yeah, right. yeah, and I know last time I was on here, I said I was a little superstitious about what I wear. Yeah. Changed See, it up. That's, yeah. And that's why. Because that's why you didn't break three hours. Because exactly. you didn't have the Tony right. on the mic. Gear. I didn't have my black shorts on. Oh. That's why I ran in green shorts. That's a mistake. Yeah. Poop shows up in green. I know, right? Well, I was, <laughs> I was really hoping I didn't have to poop. Uh, and, uh, more poop talk. Yay. My ratings are going <laughs> to <Yeah>. skyrocket. <laughs> Uh, All right, so now you're you're not feeling your feet anymore. You're pushing through. You're kind of over to crowds and everything, and kind of now it's just you in your head running. Are you looking at like the historic buildings and the? I mean, because this we don't have anything like Boston. Boston mm-hmm. is four or five hundred years old. Yeah, you know we're two hundred, if that, in some place eighteen fifty ish. I guess once I started to get more mental with it and started to really feel what was happening to my body. I was just trying to think about everything that I wasn't doing. So anything that I could take my mind off of that effect that I was running, I was looking at the buildings, the churches, and the churches that they have out there are yeah. freaking insane. Yeah. Did you go by the Old North Church? No, That's we went to Revere. We went to the King's Chapel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, my dad's from that area. We, okay. We've been back there quite. Yeah, a but time. it was it was raining like the first. Oh, really? Up until the that. half marathon mark, it was like a little bit more than a mist, probably okay. like a slight drizzle. And it cleared up, and then it stopped. And, and how then... cold was it? It's like fifty. It was that's pretty not cold. Bad. Yeah, I mean, it's that's not bad in the dry running. Mm-hmm. It's terrible in the wet. Yeah, <laughs> but then if there's any wind. Yeah, but I mean, your body gets warmed up, so it's yeah. just being wet. But it did weigh my like shirt and shorts down and shoes down, and yeah. then it stopped. But then right when I f- crossed the finish line, I mean, it came down like crazy. So all those poor suckers who went. Three, like uh, Jake. Yeah, he, Jake. I got soaked. He's got this picture of him running in the rain. I don't care about looks, Jake. He's not here. Yeah, Jake. Come no, on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he's he's got this picture, and it just the look on his face just looks so like disgusted. Like he By the weather is not the having fun. Thing, yeah. yeah, but the aftermath was crazy. I was shivering. All I had was like a little aluminum blanket that they put over they me. Gave you, yeah, I was shivering. I thought I was gonna get hypothermia. Looking for my friends and family, and I just now how many I, people were out there in your crowd? How many uh, people? Six. Yeah, six. I had my dad, buddy Adrian, Dylan, Cole. Um, These and names then, mean nothing to yeah, the to then, the listeners. We oh, don't want to tell us who they are. Yeah, 
Your just dad, a, we get. Yeah, and then a couple of friends, and Jake's mom was out there too. Okay. Yeah. Um, but not your girlfriend, huh? No. But she Where? was. I was thinking about her. She did. Obviously. So when you cross the finish line, did you even have a moment of like euphoria that you finished, or did it go straight to shivering and? It was yeah, it was very euphoric. I crossed and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe, can't I did, believe I did that. And when when do you get the medal? Right when it, you cross. Right, they like are there yeah, with the hands. They hand nice. it out, put it over your neck. And Were stuff people collapsing like and stuff at the finish line? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I say it was like a it was like a war zone. People really? were collapsing. Oh, and cramping up. Shivering. I imagine, and there were people were like, they're like, we need a medic. Like we need wow. somebody over here with the wheelchair. And I'm like looking around, like I feel like I'm in war right now. Right. Like this and, is this is crazy. Um, but I and crossed. Then you were complaining about being cold. Yeah. Well, it didn't hit until like the rain started <laughs> to pour, and then I started to get cold as my body shut down. But I crossed, and I was just kind of looking around for family members and stuff, and I couldn't find anybody, so I was just hanging out. And then one of the event staff was like, "Are you Jaden?" I'm like, "Yeah." And then she pointed to like my friend Adrian. She's like, "Oh, he's trying to get your attention." And then I ran over to him and gave you him a ran? Uh, like kind of like a jog, a little hurt okay. jog. All but, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I got over to him and gave him like a little hug. He told me he was proud of me. And nice. Then he gave me my phone. And first thing I did was call her. Of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, and then after that, it was just like like a half mile walk to get to where the fences stopped so I could meet up with them. Um but it was for the first like five minutes, it was very euphoric. And then it was like, oh, this is, this sucks. I want to go get in a nice warm shower. So, nice. but it was nice. Yeah, it was really, it was really cool. Um, All right. We are going to take our first break of the show and then we're going to crack open some whiskey. Whiskey. Those of you who uh, are loyal listeners and remember Jaden's episode, which I think includes the two of you sitting here and your mom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hey, mom. What? <laughs> uh, you said your mom was at the race? No, Jake, Jake's mom. Oh, Jake's yeah, mom was at the race. My dad was at the race, too. And your dad was yeah. at the race. Okay. Uh, he remembers. He's a... This is a different whiskey? Different whiskey. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, all right. We will be right back with successful, completed Boston Marathoner, Jaden Lombardo. Whoop, whoop. And we are back. I made a joke about Jaden's girlfriend, Pauline, and Jaden flipped my table. So, we had to clean up. And uh, he's calmed down. Love you. Go okay? Can we? Yeah, I turn green when I'm angry. Okay, I see that. Yeah, he's. Uh, she had made a joke about breaking up with Jaden, and I thought he was gonna cry. Then I made a joke about her, and I thought he was gonna kill me. It all got. So... It just got. It all got to me. <laughs> he's, he's emotional. He's in an emotional roller coaster right now. <laughs> uh, Jaden has brought some whiskey. What do you got for us today, Jaden? It's a new whiskey, uh, Airstone. It's scotch whiskey sea cask okay they have one that's land cask i don't know What's the, the difference? difference yeah i don't don't say stuff if you can't answer the follow-up oh, questions sorry. Yeah, sorry. don't just read me the label i can do that tell it, me you had you've had some it's not brand new how is it it's pretty good yeah, yeah i i don't i've had very little of it so i can't remember what it actually tastes like i usually give my whiskeys a rating but i don't okay. think i gave this one a rating well let's drink it and rate it let's do it do you let's want some ice in heck yeah i do he's got the awesome little uh plastic ice that um that way your whiskey doesn't get diluted see and his alcoholic girlfriend is drinking what are you drinking cayman margarita, margarita cayman jack and margarita what flavor watermelon 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 margarita 
And it was funny because I said, oh, are you going to have some whiskey with us? And she goes, no. And then she started unpacking. Oh, I love that. Not bad. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> nice. That's a real sound, folks. That's not a sound bite. We're not downloading a sound go, of go, pouring go, go, a drink. Go, go. That's a drink. Cheers, Tony. Bring it in. Let's go. Cheers, Polly. Definitely tastes like a scotch. It's very... Whiskey and scotch has their different tastes. It tastes like lava. <laughs> you said that last time. <laughs> I think the last time I drank, you were here. <laughs> yeah. I'd give it like mm -hmm. a like a seven nine. This is stronger. It feels like, or uh, yeah. It's just the way that they. Because the last one, I didn't feel. Yeah. Like I was gonna burst into flames spontaneously. The last one was more of like a whiskey. I think it was like Kentucky. Smoother. Yeah. Yeah, it was smoother. Scotch good, usually though. has that little. Tang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm learning. You don't have to prove anything. She's just joking about leaving you. She's not leaving you. Sorry, <laughs> you don't have to flex. It's a habit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah, I'm a man. Once more. Ooh, no, I will probably start feeling that because okay. I don't drink much. Yeah, and it doesn't. I'm, I'm a heavy lightweight. <laughs> heavy lightweight. I'm not light. But and it comes to alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were in Boston for a week. Yeah. What all did you see? Did you get to spend some time around? Did you train while you were there? We did. Okay. And let me. Re were you there? Like the marathon was in the middle, beginning, end. We got in on the twelfth. Okay. Marathon was seventeenth. Okay. We left on the nineteenth. Okay. Yeah. And what did you do when you got to town? What are some of the things that you did? Um, we saw Paul Revere's old house, which nice. was pretty cool. Yeah. It's all original. Yeah. Um, we did the Freedom Trail, which okay, takes yeah. you to a lot of it. So the, I think you passed by the Old North Church then, because I think the Old North Church is on the Freedom Trail. Yeah. That's where it's one if by land and two if by sea, and I on the opposite shore shall be ready to ride and spread <laughs> the alarm to every Middlesex <laughs> village and farm. That was fire. I remember that from decades ago yeah. in school. Um, but the Old North Church, that's where he hung the light. Oh, okay. They were, coming, yeah. they were coming by sea, so he yeah. had two lights. By I'm sea. sure we saw that. Um, yeah. Did the King's Chapel, did okay. a little tour of the King's Chapel. We did Bunker Hill, which was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, we did where the old Boston Tea Party was. Yes. That was really cool. That is, yeah, we did that tour, little harbor tour, mm -hmm. the last time we were there, like, which is only a couple years ago, yeah. so it wasn't that long. We saw... Isn't it, isn't it crazy, though? Like, you think of the Boston Tea Party and how legendary and mythical it all is, and then you're like, this I'm all here. happened right here. Yeah. This happened right here. Yeah. This is where it happened. This is the boat that they dumped the stuff off of, and mm. it's right here. <laughs> no, I get emotional <laughs> with just historic places. Like yeah. when, we, when we go somewhere, if we go somewhere important, even like the Grand Canyon, which is not that far, you sit and you look at it, you go, holy crap, this Beautiful. is the Grand Canyon, yeah. and it's right here. Mm -hmm. It's right here. It's I'm like, looking at it. It's like the realization, oh, I can't believe I'm here right now. Yeah. I think I can't, I, I can't remember how many times I said that. I'm like, I can't believe I'm here right now. Yeah. This happened right here. Mm -hmm. My daughter went to Rome, and she went to where Caesar was killed. Mm. And she and she studies Roman history, and she's a big, big history person. And she said, "I just start crying." Yeah. She goes, "I just start crying. I I've studied this. I've seen you know all this stuff, and I'm standing right." And they commemorate it, and they planted a tree there. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. So what else? I didn't mean to hijack your your kid segment. <laughs> we saw the Massachusetts State Capitol. Which is okay. pretty cool. Yeah. And then we went into Rhode Island one day yeah. and we saw the Rhode Island State Capitol. Okay. And that was overwhelming. I really? did not expect it. It was huge. I guess it's the huh. fourth largest self supporting dome building in the world. 
Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. It's, I had no idea. And I know a lot. Mm-hmm. It's drunk. huge. I know a lot of... I'm drunk already. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know a lot of New England because I spent a lot of time there. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is in Boston, when we, last time we went for a family reunion, we'd go up to New Hampshire and Maine and Connecticut. And, and they're all so close together in that mm-hmm. little conjunction. And, it's, and it is really cool. But I don't think I've ever seen... The Rhode Island State Capitol, that's crazy. Yeah, it was big. Fourth largest dome structure. Yeah, self-supported dome. So, so yeah. like Astrodome? I'm not too sure if that's self-supported. Oh, I don't know. I'm just going off what my dad told me. He right. was, I'll fact check it. Yeah, right. he was on his phone just looking it up. He's like, oh, oh. it's the fourth largest dome. Don't, building. your dad does not talk like yeah. that. Don't, no, he don't. Wasn't. He was like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna guess it was more like, "Hey, this is the fourth largest yeah. self-sufficient dome." A little instead lower, of though. this is the fourth largest YouTube. Does your dad listen? Did he listen to your last episode? He did. Yeah, he's gonna listen to this one. And he will. Yeah. And now he'll think this. I you think he talks? Sorry, Dad. We really Monday night. I'm a big dork. I'm old. Other than that, those were only like the big, big places we saw. We went to a lot of pubs. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just the whole vibe is so different. It's it so different. It's so yeah. densely populated and it's so traditional and it's so cuz California, anybody who lives here, we may have been born here, but our people aren't from here. You know, yeah. we all came from somewhere to to unless, you know, you're you're Mexican cuz this used to be Mexico. <laughs> mm-hmm. But everybody else, you know, it's like Florida, you know, you migrate to great yeah, weather and mm-hmm. and climate. And in and back east, you know, God bless them. The heart, they it takes heart to live there. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, people don't wait for crosswalks; they just cross. Oh, really? There, yeah. The there's a lot of hardcore people. At, I mean, we went to a Boston game, and the hecklers. What game? Red Sox. Yeah, Red Sox okay. and Angels. Nice. And the, the hecklers were hilarious. <laughs> I mean, they did not let up. It was funny because it started around like the fifth inning once people started to get like oh, a little course, drunk yeah, and. Yeah. And then they were uh, Mike Trout from the Angels. They were yeah. just because he was in center field, just letting him have. Were it. you in the outfield? Is that where you're sitting? Yeah, we were in, in center field. Okay, yeah. So now you go to Fenway. I assume you've been to Petco. Mm-hmm. Petco's just better. Petco's beautiful, <laughs> but I mean, there is a history and a vibe. Yeah, Wrigley Field. I love Wrigley Field in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, uh, even Detroit. You know, there's some old, old stadiums that are great, but I got to be honest. If I'm, I mean, I love to see it. Like, mm-hmm. I love to go there and see it. But if I want to sit and watch a baseball game, I'll Petco. take Petco yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the scenery in Petco is pretty hard to beat with yeah. downtown being in the back. Yeah. You don't really get much scenery with Fenway, just more. The Sitco sign. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the monster's huge. Yeah, the mon- even, it is. Yeah, even bigger it's really in person. Cool. Yeah. We did a stadium tour, and nice. it, they took us on top of the monster. Really? Yeah. Did you get pictures? We did, yeah. Nice. Really That's cool. awesome. Yeah, Fenway is one of those, if you're a baseball fan especially, but just anybody who's any kind of sports or history fan, go to Fenway. You got to mm-hmm. see Fenway. You got to see Fenway. You got to see Yankee Stadium. got to see Wrigley Field. Yeah. You know, you just have to see them. And I would tell you, being from Chicago, Wrigley Field, don't go early in the season. Yeah. It's cold, and the ivy on the walls is not ivy. It's just sticks. Mm. And then probably May it starts to fill in and then it becomes beautiful because then it's green and, yeah. and other, it's just a concrete jungle. Have you ever been to Chicago? No. Okay. Yeah. Now, did you know I got a tattoo? Say it again. Did you know I got a tattoo? No. Oh, I think, it, yeah, I saw it on your Facebook. Yeah, no, here here it is in real life. 
Boom. Look at okay. that. So oh, that's guns, my street. The, I've been working out, you know, yeah, cool. out. but um, the John Hancock, Sears Tower, that's the street where I grew up and the Cubs and the Bears. That's super cool. Yeah. Did you cry? I did not. I'm going to get another one. Yeah? Nice. The guy said it was funny because I had him on my show. We did an interview while I was getting the tattoo. No way. Yeah. So we're talking and I want to have him in the studio so we can get a better... The sound was was terrible because he had music mm. in the background, and I didn't know how it was going to come across. So I'm sitting there, and every now and then you hear the needle when he's filling. And at that point, whenever he was filling anything, I'm like, "Yeah, mommy." And but most of the time, I was cool. I didn't cry. My wife was there, so I couldn't cry. She wasn't there. I might stay hard for her. That's right, exactly. And physically and mentally, easy. It's a family show. Well, my show just went from PG-13 <laughs> to, <laughs> to rated R. Thanks. Uh, sorry, kids. What he meant was... I'm just kidding. That's why he's actually like, genuinely embarrassed. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> did you mean that, or, or did I... No, I mean, like, I didn't mean it in any kind of weird way. You could have interpreted that it was a little weird, but just got to stay hard. Yeah, the more as- you say, yeah, I was gonna say, just keep saying, aspects it. keep saying it, keep saying it over and over, and it'll become less weird. Yeah, stay hard, <laughs> stay soft. No, you never want to stay soft. <laughs> Not in any aspect. No. Okay, you always. I mean, sometimes you could be soft. Like, yeah. You know, caring and emotion. Yeah. Stop reaching for your girlfriend. This is I'm ridiculous. Sorry. He's like trying to pat her 18 times in the first segment. Gives me strength. It, okay. Do you want to move closer so he doesn't have to reach? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, so by then, so then you ran the marathon. What did you do the next day? What did you, you, you had a day between, right? I mean, I yeah, can't next, imagine you did too much. Next day, we actually went to Bunker Hill. Yeah, oh, wow. We did Bunker Hill like separately. Did, did you feel... Like you ran a marathon the day before? Oh, I did. So getting around was tricky yeah, and tough. Stairs, I had to use the rails one foot at a time. I even, my quad gave out and I kind of took a little spill and my knuckles got a little bloody. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. My quads would just randomly give out. Because again, my quads took a lot of the impact. So right. if I would, I guess, walk more on the heels of my, my feet, I would, yeah, my legs would just give out. So Wow. Yeah. So then you got on plane and flew home? Uh yeah, we had a another day. The plane ride wasn't bad because it was two days after. Okay. So I was gonna say cause sitting yeah. for was probably a, what five hour flight. We had yeah five hour flight the way there, and then we had a, a layover um, going oh, back on the way back. Where'd you stop? Denver. Denver. Yeah, our flight actually got canceled. Oh, it, it was a whole crazy situation. Denver Southwest. Huge, uh, United. Okay. Oh, Southwest had a bunch of closures. But yeah. United. That was crazy. We almost drove home from Denver. Mm-hmm. Wow, we had to fly once. We got redirected into L.A. and we drove home. Yeah, because uh, they couldn't. They just couldn't get us anywhere else. Like San Diego was close. In San Diego, it was crazy. We went from Chicago to Denver in the middle of the winter. Chicago, no problem. Denver, no problem. We couldn't fly into San Diego because of fog. So <laughs> it's insane to think that w- if you have Chicago, Denver, and San Diego, which city's going to be weather problems? I mean, not going to be San Diego, right? But yeah, it turned out it was. So we we flew into L.A. They offered a put us up for the night and fly us in the next day but mm-hmm. we just all want to get on we're with my cousin yeah and his wife and my wife so what do you think of boston as a city i love it yeah right. i definitely want to go back bring her um see more 
maybe do a little bit more going to Salem. Salem is one thing yeah. we wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. We, we last time we went, my sisters went into Salem. Mm-hmm. That's witches. You know, that's witches, right? Yeah. Okay. That's why I wanted to go. Yeah. It's, it's horrifying. It's horrifying. Our history, mm-hmm. a lot of parts of our history are horrifying. It, you know, slavery is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Witch trials are horrifying. Yeah. Think of the witch trials. And I remember as a little kid, and we were learning about it, my mom, my mom was woke before woke was a thing. She yeah. was, she invented woke. Mm-hmm. And she would, you know, she was all, and I hated it because, no, I didn't hate it. I'm going to I'm not even going to say that because if my mom heard me say that, Uh-oh. she'd be really mad. <laughs> what I didn't like about it <laughs> there you go. was that everything came from a feminist woke perspective this is i'm old this is in the 70s you know early 70s through Mm -hmm. through the 70s and the women's liberation movement was just starting and just becoming mainstream and era hadn't been ratified and all this stuff was happening so she would everything was the patriarchy before it was cool to talk about the patriarchy and men this and men that and women yay and we talked about this, the witch trials. And I, she had to have done it on purpose because it never left my head. She goes, you know how they would test for witches? And I'm like, no, I don't know. They would tie you to a chair and they'd throw you in a river. And if you floated, you were a witch and they would execute you. And if you sank, you were not a witch. And I'm sitting there going, but if you sank, you would drown. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, crazy. that's how it was. And I'm like, that's bananas. Yeah. You just accuse somebody of being a witch. And then they and die. And it's a death sentence, right? Yeah. Either way. So... That's crazy. I didn't mean to get sidetracked, but make sure you go to Salem if you yeah. go back. Salem is yeah, legit. I, yeah. We didn't get to it, but I love Boston. Yeah, yeah. fell in love with Boston. I I love my like I said, my dad lived. He grew up in Andover. He was uh, in Lawrence and Andover, and and that's right outside of Boston. And I love visiting, and I'm so glad I live here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boston, Boston was actually pretty cheap. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not San Diego, which no. is which is I guess why it was cheap. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was it's definitely nice. I like I do like Boston and but if I never shovel snow for the rest of my life, I'm okay. You're okay. Yeah. yeah. And if I never get cursed out because of drivers crossing without a light. The, you know? a, yeah, the accents were <laughs> funny. We developed our own Boston accent. Oh yeah? Yeah. Did you go hard or were you making fun of people? No, we were just like, Oh, we're gonna go down to the bar. The bar? The bar. Yeah, the bar. Yeah. Take the car to the bar. Yeah, get a, we're gonna get in the car. Get yeah, us some beer. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Until somebody heard you say that in a bar and beat the yeah, crap out like, of you. Well, you're not from here, obviously. Right. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you're not from here. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You'll make it so smart. you made a sex joke and you used the F word on my podcast. I appreciate that. I'm going to definitely Beep. lose my lighting. Okay. All right. We're going to take one more break and then I'm going to put your girlfriend on the spot. Uh oh. And have her answer the electric carriage question. Oh, yes. That's cool. And then uh, we'll see what else we can get out of her. We'll put her on a mic and see what's up. So we will be right back with Pauline. See how I got that right off the bat after 17 reminders? And Jaden Lombardo, the master of the Boston Marathon. And now a new fan of Boston. Do you like the Boston teams now or just the city? Yeah. I love Boston. Really? It's, <laughs> it's funny, real fast. I went to seattle one time uh-huh. one time mariners game yeah i'm a fan of the mariners now. nice <laughs> <laughs> so good so you'll be cheering for the the Sox, red Sox, and the celtics Go celtics celtics and, and seven celtics and that's so they got a chance yeah because i'm a i'm a second generation boston fan i was raised in chicago but my dad was from boston so he loved and still loves all the boston teams so you know i kind of latched onto that and then 
uh, then I grew up in Chicago, so I became a Chicago fan. And then I moved to San Diego and living here, I become a San Diego fan. Mm-hmm. But I was a Boston, you know, it's like all all my second favorite teams are are Boston teams. So that was, and, and I, the Bruins are probably my favorite team, even though the Blackhawks from Chicago. But I've always just mm-hmm. identified with the Bruins. My dad got me a Bruins jersey when I was yeah. young, and I just always liked it. So that's how you become a Boston fan. Just go to Boston, everyone. Go to the game and pick up uh pick up the fan. Oh. God dang it. All right, we're supposed to take a break, but I'm going to stretch it out a little bit longer and tell you a funny story. We went to see the Bruins in L.A. when they were playing uh, the Kings, and the Kings had just signed Gretzky. I got a puck, and they were doing uh, warm-ups and, and shoots, and a shot came up in the stands, and I'm not proud nor ashamed of the fact that I beat this nine-year-old to that puck, <laughs> and I still have a Gretzky puck, and <laughs> it's in here somewhere. I'll show it to you guys before I leave. But the funniest part is we went to the bathroom. The guy had never been to a hockey game. And if you've ever been to a hockey game, they have troughs. They don't have urinals. They have this giant trough. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, what is that? And I said, okay, start undoing your pants because you have to go. And if you're not done by the time, you know, you move along. By the time you get to the end, you're just going to end up peeing all over the floor. So make sure you're ready. He's like, what? No. And he starts like undoing his pants in line. (laughs) And everybody around is just cracking up. And I go, dude, I'm just kidding. That's funny. He thought he had to pee from the beginning and mm-hmm. finished before he got to the end of the trial. That's funny. Because it's like, a, you know, because everybody just keeps moving. It's a line. It was very funny. Okay, that's enough of that nonsense. Pee and poop talk. It's not my... <laughs> Pee-pee-poo-poo. That's not my uh, milieu. It's not something I want to be known for on the Tony on the Mic podcast. So we're going to take a last break and we'll be back to talk about the electric chair and the gooey-ooey-gooey relationship that they have. Ooh. And we are back for our final segment. It started with Jason Lombardo completing the Boston Marathon and proving his dominion at sports. (laughs) We got completely sidetracked. And now we are back. And what I'm going to do today, a little switch, a little surprise for you uh, listeners, is we're going to have the electric chair question. But Jaden already answered it. But I am going to let him answer it again and give his lovely girlfriend, Pauline, an opportunity to think of her answers, because then she's going to answer next. And I need you to move a little closer to his mic when you do. But you got a minute. you got a minute. So, Jaden, you remember the question? Have you, do you think your answers have changed, or do you think everything's pretty much the same? you got a movie and a meal. What's your last meal? Pizza. Pizza? Any, yeah. Like what kind? Just Warped? regular pepperoni. I mean, pepperoni. no cheese. Yeah. No cheese. I like to keep it simple. So, tomato sauce, pepperoni. No, crust. no, yeah, no pepperoni. I no that. pepperoni. Just pizza sauce, cheese, crust. Original. Gross. No, I'm just kidding. That's good. It's your last meal. That's, yeah, I'll I'll take that. You know, when you don't have to worry about carbs or anything, right? When there's too much on a, a pizza. pizza, it's it's not a pizza. Okay, so yeah. cheese pizza. Cheese pizza. So cheese pizza. Any yeah. particular restaurant or place or spot? Is there anyone you like? Are you, homemade you cook it yourself there's some pretty good pizza in boston but i guess there when is. that comes but go to chicago yeah i bet deep yeah. dish do the chicago marathon yeah I, i'll i'll tell i'll set your trail you're gonna mm-hmm. you'll forget about boston you'll be a cub fan there's a <laughs> place in hillcrest i think it's hillcrest uh called the bronx pizza it's best uh-huh. pizza i've had in san diego really far. yeah i will absolutely check it out bronx yeah. pizza and bronx pizza if you're looking for a sponsorship we can <laughs> yeah <laughs> feel free I to will, sponsor i'll run Tony for pizzas no, I meant for me, for my oh, show. Oh, yeah, for you. Tony. Yeah. Okay, so you got a little cheese pizza from Bronx Pizza sitting in front of you. What are you watching to kill the last two-ish hours of your life? I remember your last answer. Yeah, last answer was Avengers Endgame. Endgame, right. And yes. I think it's going to stick with that. you stick with that? Yeah, it's, right. a, it's a long movie, so I get more time you get look, to yeah, you get eat the my pizza. You get the extended remix play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what about drinks? What are you going to drink? 
I'm gonna have a michelada. Okay, michelada. Michelada. Okay. Beer, tomato, uh, tomato juice, a little bit of lime, tahini around the rim, and oh. then they usually put um, sometimes chamoy in it, sometimes Worcestershire sauce. I like to put the banana pepper juice in there for a little spice. Now you make this drink or you order this drink somewhere? You can order it. You can make it. What do you do? A little bit of both. Yeah, but what yeah. are you doing? You're on, you're here. You're on the deathbed. You're about to put I'm you down. I'm getting the michelada from Barrio Dog. Okay. There you go, Barrio Dog. They just like did a little cute little fist bump. It's actually kind of nauseating. Um, <laughs> then, so, at dessert, have any dessert or... Mm, yeah, uh, brownies. Brownies? Off the top homemade? of my head. Uh, homemade. Yeah. Or, okay. Brownies with peanut butter. She that, hates peanut butter. Peanut butter brownies are good. Yeah. Just mixed in. Exactly. I've definitely had that before. And then actually, I like it also with like some walnuts and just for the texture. Yeah. Dad. Don't say I'm like anybody's <laughs> dad. <you know? laughs> good googly. I'm not even asking you. Okay. Our, my guest today has been. <laughs> and then uh, what's your song? What are you going to plug in? Do you remember mm. your last song? I do. And I think it's going to stay the same. Okay. Uh, heaven by Los Lonely Boys. Heaven by Los Lonely Boys. Because I'm finally going to answer the question of how far is heaven. Okay. How far is it? I don't know. You don't know yet, right? You answer it. Lord, the can you tell me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, what he did there, folks, was quote a song lyric. Did, yeah. See, that was good. That was very good. All right. Pauline, are you ready? I'm going to need you to move a little closer to, to the mic so we can get a good, clean recording. <laughs> Can you hear me? I can. Stay close. Stay right here. Even closer. Good. Even closer. No. <laughs> Don't lick the microphone. That's gross. Other people have to talk into it. Nice. Well done. <laughs> okay. So you heard the question posed to your lover boy. Uh, it's the electric chair. What are you, you going to do? You've committed a capital crime. You got one meal. You got one movie. You got one drink. You, you can still talk. Her, you don't have to use sign language. You gotta ask her what her capital crime is. That's what you asked me. Oh, okay. What what ca- what crime do you think you would commit? I would. Oh, I remember. Murder? I would blow up the earth. Blow up the whole earth? Yeah. <laughs> well, then nobody could punish you. We're on moon. On the oh, okay. Moon now. Okay. okay. Yeah. Moon justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Blow up the earth. So you're not a climate enthusiast. It's just we're so far gone. Oh, just, just end it. Yeah. Put it out of its misery. Yeah. That would be genocide to 360 million people. So you'd get the capital punishment for yeah, that. That's 100%. for sure. Okay. <laughs> so now you got a meal and a movie. First, we're going to go to your meal. What's going to be your meal? Okay. This is a good one. The Cajun chicken pasta from Chili's. Okay. All right. Cajun yeah. chicken pasta. Now, does that come with sides? What kind of sides are you going to get? It comes with bread, right? At Chili's. It's got the garlic bread. Yeah. yeah. So that's fine. That's all I need. That's all you need. All right. And then a dessert? You're going to have a... No. I, I don't know what Chili's has. They have like ice cream? Okay. Brownies? I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. No dessert? No. Why not? I don't, I'm not a sweets person. Okay. All right. And then, so now you're going to get seated, get your garlic, no, your Cajun, what is it? Cajun chicken pasta. Cajun chicken pasta. Yes. Cajun chicken pasta. You're going to queue up the movie. What are we watching? So I'm taking a different approach. Okay. Um, I want it to be over. So oh. I'm going to watch this movie called Rubber. Are you familiar with it? I am it? not. It's about a killer car tire. 
a killer car talk. You know what? I have heard of this movie. I have heard of this movie. Is it? Are you? Is it worth watching? Should I watch it? Is it terrible? No. Is it terrible Unless enough to watch? You're on death row. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Robert, who's who's in it? Do you know the any car of the, tire? Is that the star? Yeah. And there are there actual people? Does it car tire kill people? Yeah. Okay. All right. Is this a newer movie? No. It's always been around for a while. Yeah. All right. And then so you're watching this car tire, just a tire. It's not. Is it attached to a car? No. It's just a. Tire. It's just a tire. Yeah. And how does it kill people? It shakes violently okay. and they explode. The people explode. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to have to... Now, are you under the influence of any hallucinogens while you watch this movie? Does that make it more palatable, enjoyable? or? I would recommend it. Okay. I've never done it. Okay, of course not. Yeah. No, no. But no. definitely recommend it. Yeah. All right. You have just... Uh, drink? What are you going to drink? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I'll probably do a michelada too. Oh, that sounds good. Michelada's in heaven. Yeah. So, oh, all right. I don't know if I'll be there, but yeah. It's <laughs> you, you will. Because okay. the God I believe in doesn't send anybody to hell. Oh, that's reassuring. Well, okay. it's eternity. Yeah. We're on this earth for 80 years, 90 years, 60 years. The God I believe in would never say, okay, you got to spend a billion years in hell because you messed up that 80 years. I like that. I like that, too. Yeah. That's the God I believe in. And I believe he'll give you another chance. I'll grandfather her in, if anything. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you're pretty sure you're getting in? So is this a rescue? Is she is she a troubled <clears throat> troubled girl and you're saving her? No. Are you... Uh... If anything, she's getting in and I'm going down. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, for your... Last song, plug in the headphones and fade off. What do we got? In line with my theme, it's going to be the Gummy Bear song. Gummy, gummy, gummy bear. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. You want to sing just a little go. bit of it so we can think of it? Because I'm a gummy bear. I am a gummy bear. Oh, I am a gummy bear. So I just I hate it, and I want them to just send me. And you, you just want to, you you're going out hate. You're going out a ball of hate. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you're gonna blow up the earth. Uh -huh. They're gonna send you to death for it. Uh huh. We're gonna enjoy some some pasta, some pasta and some micheladas. Uh huh. And then it's like f you world, gummy bears. Yeah. Okay. While you watch a uh, tire vibrate people to death. Yes. All right. Got it. My guest today has been marathoner Jaden Lombardo and his girlfriend. Is that a ring I see? It is. Is it a real ring? Does it mean anything? It's a promise ring. It's a promise ring. That's the coward ring. There's only two rings. Engagement ring, wedding ring. Well, this is just a promise ring. Imagine the engagement ring. Yeah. yeah right? You see that shit? That's a, that's a sparkly little sparkly little nugget there on the mm -hmm. ring. I like it. She deserves the world. Yeah, sorry guys. Before I blow it up or after? Yeah, I was gonna say she deserves the whole world that she's gonna destroy. Yeah. So <laughs> it's her world. It's apparently nobody's world anymore. Yeah. Apparently it's an X X world. And we're on the moon, yeah, luckily. We're on the moon. Hopefully I make the cut and get up there. All right, that is going to do it. I really appreciate you, Jaden, coming in, talking about the Boston Marathon of the city of Boston, the training, bringing some whiskey. And uh, bringing your lovely girlfriend. And now I have a face to associate and a name with all the 
ooey gooey gibberish blubbery <laughs> nonsense you guys post unabashedly in love which is always a good thing we need more love in the world love is all you really need exactly but that's gonna do it first pauline say goodbye to everybody bye try again bye guys one more time bye i'm gonna blow everyone up <laughs> i gave pauline way too much mic time that's today Jaden, say goodbye to your fans and your supporters Thank you, everybody, and again, thank you, Tony, for having us. Absolutely. It was fantastic. Congratulations again on completing the Boston Marathon, and hope you get many more under your belt. That is going to do it from Marla Mesa Studios and Tony on the mic. Good night, everybody. Tony in La Mesa. La Mesa. Outro. 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 And that's going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. You can find more episodes at TonyOnTheMic.com. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the TikToks. All those platforms are being slowly filled with quality entertainment products. Also, you can reach out to the show if you have a guest idea. And we're also looking for sponsors and supporters. So check us out at Patreon as well. Thanks for listening to Tony on the Mic. <laughs> <laughs>